0: Stop. I'll praise you in this storm.
1: tonight hallelujah jesus oh yes let's do it first class hallelujah right now god we lift you up oh we thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah oh yes we serve a mighty god amen amen if you turn in your bibles the lamentations chapter three also grateful to be in this, in this town, in Hutchinson or city. It's big enough to be a city. It's not a town. And I'm grateful to be here with all the good saints of God Amen. to make up this church. Hallelujah. You know, in the Bible, it says that uh, he left the 99 behind to go find that one. And it makes me think, well, why did he leave? It seems like, oh, he left the 99, like, like almost like they weren't important, but that wasn't the, the main goal the main goal was that the 99 were spiritually mature the spiritual maturity of the church amen is able to hold together and bond together to reach that one amen that's what we want to see amen the church would grow lamentations chapter 3 and I'm going to read I don't know where I'm going to start here it's all negative but Lamentations chapter 3 and verse verse number 14. Still some Bibles turning. Lamentations right after Jeremiah, if you're wondering. Lamentations. Here Jeremiah the prophet is talking about the rough time he's had in his life. And uh, we see... As he says in verse 14, I was a derision to all my people and their song all the day. He hath filled me with bitterness. He hath made me drunken with wormwood. He has also broken my teeth with gravel stones. He hath covered me with ashes. And thou hast removed my soul far off from peace. I forget prosperity And I said, my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remembering mine afflictions and my misery, the wormwood and the gall. My soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. Amen. Let us pray in Jesus' name that he would help us. Oh, let's pray, church. Hallelujah. That God would have his way. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We need you right now. We need you. God, if your spirit is not moving in this place, Lord, we could ask the question, what are we doing here? Lord, if there is not a move of the Holy Ghost, if there's not a move of your spirit, oh, we're going to hear the word, Lord. But we need your spirit to be infused with the word of God. Hallelujah. Oh, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and all the church say amen. 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 You may be seated. But here, Jeremiah is going through all of these uh, problems that uh, that he has. He's going through. Uh, I guess you could say he was complaining here. Jeremiah was having a tough time. He was recalling many, I'm sure, bitter memories of uh, of being in prison and being in. <clears throat> In bonds, and many times, if you read Jeremiah, it talks about uh, all of the troubles that he went through, and and uh, many people call Jeremiah the weeping prophet. But if we read verse twenty-one, he says this: "This I recall to my mind; therefore, have I hope?" And we could ask the question to Jeremiah: What are you talking about? You just went down the line mentioning all these problems and how you were a derision to your people and you were made fun of, you were mocked, and you were in prison, and how it was, it seems like you were in wormwood and gall, and the bitterness of what you went through was almost impossible. He says, Remembering my afflictions and my misery, how. Amen. How can you say in verse 21, I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. How can you look at all that you've gone through, Jeremiah, and say that? How can you look at all of those problems and all of the bitterness and and how can you say, therefore I have hope. Jeremiah, one of the most prolific writers of the Old Testament, and obviously it doesn't mean that others are less important, but he writes a lot of the Old Testament in Jeremiah and in Lamentations, and uh, uh, what are you talking about, Jeremiah? What are you getting at that you have hope? If you look all throughout the history of the children of Israel, and, and you look even at Jeremiah's time, there's, it, was a, it was a rough time. And all throughout their history, they had failed God over and over. The Israel always found a way to mess it up. they proven time and time again. And they had been faithful to sinning and backsliding and, and going back, amen, on their word. Jeremiah, what are you talking about that you have hope? It doesn't get any better from here. And you look in history and... And right after this, and right in Jeremiah's time, uh, the city of Jerusalem is destroyed and taken by Babylon. And what are you talking about that you have hope? Uh, there's only destruction. There's only, uh, uh, there's only uh, uh, a city that is dilapidated, uh, uh, a people that is lost, uh, people that have lost their way and become, uh, become uh, lost people without uh, a way to go. Hallelujah. Oh, Israel, they always found a way to get into idolatry. They always found a way to to slip up and mess up and to complain. And even when God would send them prophets and to help them back, they would find a way to mess it up. What are you talking about, Jeremiah? Even at one point, the children of Israel were willing to go back into Egypt after they were delivered. And when they were supposed to be going into the promises of God, supposed to be going into the promised land, they were even willing to get their own captain and go back into Egypt, go back into slavery. Oh, my, Jeremiah, how do you have hope? We have found out time and time again ways to mess it up. And I could preach today, amen, it's not far off even from some of us. Amen. If we look at our past and we look at our history, we don't have too good of a track record. We, we seem to always trip up and stumble. Amen. And it seems like we, we just can't get it right sometimes. And and we try. We, we make promises. And even Moses told him. Uh, or it might have been Joshua, I think might have even said, I know you guys aren't going to do it, but make up, choose you, choose you this day, uh, who you're going to serve. He said, I know you. Some of them said, yes, we're going to serve God. But he said, I know you all say you are, but amen. But it seemed like time and time again to see him falling away into sin and falling away uh, to their own devices. Oh, Romans chapter 5 and verse 12 says... Uh, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Oh, hallelujah. In two verses later, it says, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. What are you talking about, Jeremiah, that you have hope? It's a broken people. It's a desolate people. It's a lost people. We should just give up on them hallelujah man is fickle we are weak and many times it seems like we just cannot measure up to what god wants us to be we try time and time again but we fail what are you talking about jeremiah you have hope last time i checked romans chapter 3 and verse 23 says all have sinned and come short of the glory of god How can we have hope? How can we stand with our heads lifted up? How can we come to church and run the aisles and dance and worship? How can we lift our heads? The devil says, you're just no good. There's no hope for you. You've messed up one too many times. You've backslidden one too many times. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jeremiah, what are you talking about that you have hope? Come on. Oh, The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 8, if we say that we have no sin, we've deceived ourselves and the truth is not in us. Oh, the devil would love to quote that scripture to you and try to twist it. Amen. Oh, but the Bible's just saying we all have the same playing field. We're all on the same level. doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor. Amen. We've all sinned. Doesn't matter if you get up on this platform and sing. Doesn't matter if you get on the organ or get on the drums. Amen. We're all sinners. Oh, hallelujah. The wages of sin is death. We've all been employed underneath the tyranny of sin at some point. We've all had a hard master. Oh, the taskmaster of sin. Oh, it's rough living for the world. Romans chapter 6 and verse 16 says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants are ye are to whom ye obey. Oh, oh We've all been employed. We've all, we've all worked our fingers to the bone for the wages of sin. We all know what the outcome of that is. Jeremiah, how do you have hope? Oh, my Oh, the world around us is so perverse and endlessly wicked. Uh, how can we live for God in this world today? Uh, oh, we're ge- I believe we're approaching the end times. I believe that. Uh, amen. How are we going to live for God? There's evil all around us. Proverbs chapter 16 and 25 says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Oh, even Jeremiah, he noticed uh, Amen, all these problems. And, and it almost seems like he's, he's angry at God, but he's just angry through what he has been through. He's angry at uh, the turmoil that he went through trying uh, to save the nation of Israel. Uh, he had this weight on his back uh, of all the sin and all the corruption that was going on in the nation around him. Uh, amen, and he felt uh, burdened uh, underneath this weight of, of working in the kingdom of God. Oh, if there's ever a day you need to pray for your pastor, it's today. Amen. Amen. And I'm not talking about the sin that's in the church. I'm talking about, amen, I wonder, there's probably nights. I've never pastored before, but I'm sure there's nights where your pastor might go to sleep at night or maybe have a hard time sleeping because the weight of this city is on his back. Amen. And he feels the turmoil of this city. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, but why? Why? Why do pastors, uh, amen, work in cities? Uh, there's no hope for a city, amen, that's lost. Uh, Jeremiah, how do you have hope? Oh, hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 29 says this. Uh, Nehemiah is trying to get people to go back uh, and build the walls. Uh, and, he's, and he's reading the history of how they have failed. Uh, he's saying, you've walked proudly. In nine, Nehemiah 9 and 29, uh, he says, you hearken not unto the commandments uh, and sin against the judgments you wouldn't hear. And in verse 30, it says, they would not give ear. No. Hey, Amen. Somebody might say, Jeremiah, you're you're crazy. How do you have hope? You've looked into this situation and you say you have hope. Amen. But I want to preach to you tonight. The reason Jeremiah could have hope, amen, is because Jesus has allowed us to live a different life. Amen, you don't have to live that life, uh, amen, that lifestyle. And you don't have to work uh, forever for the wages of sin, uh, amen. You don't have to live uh, the life that the devil has orchestrated for you, uh, amen. You don't have to stay uh, there, uh, amen, because God has afforded us, uh, amen, a different life to live. Uh, Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 22, uh, the next scripture says... uh, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Jeremiah had hope, amen, because even though they were backslidden, even though they were hopeless, even though they are messed up all the time, amen, he says that the Lord's mercies are here. And he said because his compassions fail not. Oh, even with the weight of all the sin, amen, the weight of the world was on Jeremiah's back, amen, but he remembered that his compassions fail not, amen, brother, come up here, amen, just imagine this as his his mercy and his compassion, amen, this is a big brother, I'm not getting through him, amen, when the sin of the world comes through and tries to reach you, amen, his compassions are there to stop you, stop me, brother, I'm going to get around you. Amen. His compassions fail not. Say, I'm going to get to you. I'm going to take you out. You're no good for nothing. Amen. But God's compassion and his mercy. Oh, come on. Somebody help me right now. Amen. We serve a merciful God. The Lord is not willing that any should perish. Oh, hallelujah. If you're struggling. Amen. If you're struggling. Amen. With sin today. Amen. The Lord wants you to make it. It doesn't matter how many times you backslidden. It doesn't matter how many times you failed. It doesn't matter how many times you sinned. His compassions fail not. Oh, hallelujah. When sin tries to get you, when the devil tries to get you, amen. The mercy of God says, no, one more chance, one more opportunity. Just give me one more opportunity. Oh, his mercies are new every morning. Oh, hallelujah. And it says, great is thy faithfulness. Oh, when you've been faithful to failure, amen, Jesus is faithful to forgive. Oh, when you've been faithful, amen, to the wages of sin, amen, it's not hopeless for you. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nehemiah, amen, Nehemiah wasn't done. (laughs) Nehemiah wasn't done. He said, yeah, you wouldn't listen. Yeah, you backslid. Yeah, you messed up. Oh, but Nehemiah said in verse 31, Nevertheless, for thy great mercy's sake, thou didst not utterly consume them. Oh, he didn't forsake them. He didn't leave them in their trouble. He didn't leave them in their mess. Amen, it says, for thou art a gracious and a merciful God. Oh, you know what he was doing? He was affording Israel another chance. He was affording them another chance to live a different life. You don't have to follow the path of the world. Oh, hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13 says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law (laughs) amen you know what redemption means it means it gave you value back and when he redeemed you amen to the world amen you may have even felt like you had no value but when you've been redeemed God pulls you back over here and he says you have value to me oh you may feel worthless Amen. But God sees value in you. He will redeem you. Oh, we should be dead to the curse of sin. We should be destroyed. We should be nothing. Amen. But it says Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. That means when he died on the tree. Amen. You know what he was saying? Oh, he saw you in all your mess. He saw he could see into the future. You see, God, there's a scripture in Psalms that says, God is from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. That means Jesus saw into the future. Amen. When, when he saw you in all your mess and he saw you in all your trouble and in all your sin, amen, he was thinking, I got to get to a cross. I got to get to a cross and die for you. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Oh, in Jesus' name, Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 6 says, All, this scripture starts and ends with the same same word. All, we like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. We're all sinners. We've all come short of the glory of God. But he laid the iniquity of us all on his back. Amen. Yes, we were no good for nothing. Yes, we should have been forgotten. Yes, we should have been forsaken. Yes, we should have received the curse. Amen. Of death. Amen. From sin. But he took our burdens on his back. Jesus took our place on the cross. Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 11 says... He, he shall see of the travail of his soul, uh, and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. Uh, shall my righteous servant justify many? Uh, for he shall bear their iniquities. Verse twelve uh, says: Therefore I will I divide him a portion with the great, uh, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, uh, because uh, he hath poured out his soul unto death. Oh, he poured out his soul. When Jesus prayed in the garden, he was sweating, amen, or praying, and it was great drops of blood, amen. We're were running down his face, amen. He poured out his soul, amen. When his flesh fought him and said, you don't have to go to the cross for these no good for nothing people, amen. He said, no, I'm going to go anyway. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, somebody pray right now. Amen, we can receive mercy. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, everything in this world is going to stand against you to say uh, that you can't receive mercy. Oh, hallelujah. But I'm here to declare today uh, that one more time, uh, one more chance, uh, amen, you can be afforded to live a different life. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, It says he was numbered with transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and he made intercession for the transgressors. You know what I think of when I think of he made intercession for the transgressors? I think of the prodigal son. Amen. Every day. Amen. I was pacing back and forth. I wonder when my wayward son's coming back. I wonder when he's going to get it right. I wonder when he's going to get it figured out. I know he hasn't yet, but maybe, maybe today could be the day. Amen. And I wonder sometimes, Amen, when the prodigal son, when he got himself out of the pig pen and he brought himself out and he was stinky and he was smelly. And he thought, man, this is terrible. He came to himself and realized, amen, this sin, this, this don't work out too well. And I believe that he, you know, he started walking home. And when Jesus, amen, when God makes intercession for us, I believe that he's waiting, amen, looking on the horizon, saying, oh, I wonder when they're coming back, And sometimes those last few steps towards home, amen, I wonder if the prodigal just topped the hill, topped the rise, and I wonder if he began to see home. And all the memories came flooding back. all the times he spent with his father as a kid. And all the fresh memories started reeling back into his mind. And he thought, man, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can go back and face the crowds. I don't know if I can go back, amen, and repent one more time. They're just going to make fun of me. They're just going to say I'm worthless. They're just going to say, oh, he's just doing it again. He's just saving face because he'll go back. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, but that's when the father was like, oh, there he is. There he is, those last few hardest steps. Come on, I'm taking you home. And he said, come on. I wonder if he brought him home. He said, no, don't believe the lie of the devil. You don't have to live that life. You can be afforded to live a different life. Come on, prodigal. Oh, Jesus is calling your name. Hallelujah. But all the voices are crowding out. Amen. You just got to open your ears. You'll hear, hear him calling you. Say, come on home, son. Come on home, son. It's been a long time. Amen. But I will bear your iniquities. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5 and verse 6. says this for when we were yet without strength when you didn't have any strength when you were broken when it didn't seem like you could get in amen to the presence of God when it didn't seem like you had anything left amen it says in due time hallelujah oh Jesus saw your need amen as that song says he looked beyond my fault and he saw my need Amen, that's what Jesus' mercy does. Amen. Hallelujah. And these next couple of scriptures, I can't even hardly read them sometimes. Amen, without crying, without tearing up. It says, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. And yet, peradventure for a good man would even some dare to die. But it says, but God commended his love toward us, uh, and that we were yet sinners. Amen. <laughs> hey he even saw you down in the mess. He even saw you. You offended him. Hey Amen. You he even saw you when you were messing up. He saw you uh, in the pig pen. He saw you as a sinner. Uh, and he said, I'm going to go anyways. I'm going to go anyways and die on a cross. You know why? Because God was saying, I'm affording you to live a a different life. Hallelujah. Just in the nick of time. Amen. Just when you needed him. Amen. God died for you. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm here to convince somebody today. Amen. Pick back up the torch. Come on, pick it back up. Say, Lord, I'm going to to have a relationship with you. I may have failed many times before. I may have messed up many times before. Amen. But I'm going to go back. Hallelujah. Sister Pearson, if you would come to the piano. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I said I was going to talk about my papa, my mom's dad. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, what a difference just one decision will make. What a difference, amen, just one life can make. Uh, my, my papa, he's helped build three different building projects for the church back in Minot, North Dakota, where I grew up. He's a, he's a, a pillar in the church, That's there in Minot. He's supported Pastor Star. Amen. Through many things. He supported my grandpa when my grandpa on my dad's side was the pastor. And his family, all his family, a lot of them live for God. And they're in the church. They're pillars for God. And, And the first time he walked into an apostolic church, he got the Holy Ghost. Him and his wife got the Holy Ghost. But yeah. They went home and their dad their mom and dad told them You're, you guys are crazy. And and they said we're going to call social services and we're going to we're going to take your kids and you, it was back in the time when Jim Jones had done all that with you know where that phrase comes from we're, you know drinking the Kool-Aid. And he thought they were in a cult and they were crazy. And my, my papa and grandma, oh, they, they almost couldn't take it. They, they, were, they would pray and they'd come to church and their, their parents wouldn't even talk to them. They said, you guys are nuts. You're crazy. You, you just need to quit. Amen. But one day, amen, I my, my grandma says that she was, she was at her home. My papa was out in the field. And she said, I can't do it anymore. I'm giving up. I'm done. I can't take this pressure anymore. I can't take this fight anymore. It's too much for me. I just can't do it. And the pastor of that church called that day, and he said, hey, would it be okay if somebody, if if we came out and we did a Bible study with you? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. She said, yes, please come out amen and that pastor brother Bollinger and his wife came out and they did bible studies with my papa and grandma they didn't understand the difference they were making amen in a life that was in turmoil amen someone who's in turmoil that just thought about giving up amen said no I can't make it anymore I can't do it I'm gonna give up I'm gonna give in it's just too hard Oh, if you've been searching for the Holy Ghost, amen, I'm here to preach to you today, amen, tonight you can get the Holy Ghost. Amen, if you've been searching for mercy and you feel like you're inadequate and you feel like giving up, oh, if you would stand with me tonight, amen, if you feel like giving up, amen, Matthew chapter 20 verse 28 says, the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many you know why he was giving his life for a ransom because death and hell were holding you hostage over here saying you have to live over here you have to live under the curse of sin oh but God came and said I'll be the ransom amen for you you don't have to live that life you can live a life separated you can live a life you can receive the Holy Ghost today Matthew chapter 7 and 11 says, If ye then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give you good things to them that ask Him? You know what he was talking about here in a different gospel? It says that he was talking about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, God can give you the Holy Ghost. God can give you a refilling. God can touch you. He can change you. Come on. Hallelujah. If you want to come to these altars, they're open. Amen. If you want to reconcile with God. Amen. If you want to make today. Amen. The day to make a decision. Oh, come on. I'm telling you. I'm here to preach to you today. That you can have mercy. Oh, the whole world shouts in your ear and screams in your ear. This is the last
0: time. Hallelujah! Stop oh, the devil shouts in your ear and God says, no more. You've sinned one ends, too many times. God, you pursue me. Oh, come on. I'm calling for somebody today. Glory. Come on. Unstoppable love all these altars are open. Amen.
1: Oh, Jesus is, is not willing that any should perish,
0: but that all should come to the glory of God. Unstoppable He gave his life. He gave his life in due time, in due season. Hallelujah.
1: Come on, prodigal. You know what prodigal means? Prodigal means wasted. But to Jesus, you're not wasted. To Jesus, you have value. He wants
0: to redeem you. He wants to redeem you. Let's go! Past. No pain separate me not my will, not my will be done, but thy will be done.